Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, Megan. Hey. (laughs) Hey, everyone. We are coming at you live from Lubbock, Texas. It's just Megan and I today. Kristen is being a wonderful wife and celebrating her husband's birthday weekend with him. So we will let her slide and it's just going to be Megan and I hanging out and we just kind of wanted to chat and have some girl talk. Megan and her girls, her two little girls drove up to spend the weekend with us and it's the first visitors we've had. So we're so excited and we've had a really good time. So thank you, Megan, for driving with two toddlers. Yeah, (laughs) it was worth it. I love your new house. Thank you. And it's crazy because I never think anything's in Lubbock, but I don't know. It feels like you have everything you'd ever need here. Yes. It's very cozy. Lauren, if you don't know, already know. She makes a very cozy home. Everything always is has a place. Aww. She's really good at it. I wish you lived by me so you could help me more. Uh, I'm getting better, but I definitely am way less organized than you. It's okay. We can't have it all, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, so the drive was interesting, so I thought I would share. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The drive, uh, it was going well. Like the girls were doing good. We made an initial stop pretty quickly in, maybe like an hour into the drive. Joe had to go to the bathroom. So we went ahead and stopped and I had like less than a full tank, but we were at the beginning of the drive. So I didn't fill up there. I was just like, Oh, she already needs to pee. Let's just go in and pee. Yeah. And then I'll get gas at our next stop. Cause of course we'll stop again because I have the smallest bladder and I have a five-year-old and Rowan's potty training, but I put her in a pull up for the drive, which is horrible, but you know, convenient. convenient. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. when you're by yourself driving. And so we're on our way and I just start Like I wasn't even paying attention to anything. I was listening to podcasts, of course, talking on the phone. The girls were being actually really good. They were, I, Bobby had set them up with like a snack bag in the back and they're watching their iPads and then they both fell asleep. Mm -hmm. So I was just like cruising. It's like, I'm not going to stop until Joe asks me to stop. Well, I actually get off the phone with either you or Kristen and Joe's like, wakes up and is like, mom, I have to pee. And I'm like, okay let me look up like where the closest gas station is. And I'm using Waze to drive and it's like a GPS app. If you don't use it, it usually gives you better routes, but it freaked me out because I put in a gas station and it said 50 miles till the closest <laughs> gas station. And I was looking around me and I was like, Oh my gosh, we are in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And I was like, okay, that's fine. If she needs to pee, we'll just pull over on the side of the road. But then I look at my gas tank and it says 34 miles till no gas. And I was like, had a panic attack. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to pull over, at least let her pee. And then we'll figure this out. This can't be right. Like maybe Waze is wrong. Like I kind of thought that because sometimes Waze is weird. Right. 
So we pull over on the side of the road and I get Rowan out of her car seat and Joe because Rowan was saying that she also needed to go to the bathroom even though she was in the pool up. And I get Joe out to go pee. She won't pee because the grass is too long. It's like hitting her butt. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, well, let mommy show you. And so I pull down my pants because I always have to pee. And I was like, I'll just pee. And then sure enough, a car starts pulling up because we have our flashers on. And I just like pull my pants up so fast. And I'm just, and he like waves out his window and he's like, hey, do y'all need help? Which is so nice, but I was like, no, I'm like oh my, my pants are down. It was so horrible. I was like, Joe, stand in front of me. Oh my And gosh. I think he figures out pretty quickly what's going on. So he like drives off, thankfully. Yeah. But then I was like, crap, I should have asked him if he had gas. Like, what was I thinking? I'm yeah. like the one person offering to help me go. Anyways, as that happened, I realized that I peed on my brand new tennis shoes. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And then Joe wouldn't even pee, so she gets back in the car. And then Rowan, through this huge fit, wouldn't get in the car seat. Oh, no. And, I don't know, it was just like the perfect storm of toddler mess. And the wind was, I thought was going to blow my car away. Really windy that day. Yeah. Yeah. And freezing wind. Yes. Frozen wind. And I was like, what was I thinking? I should not have pulled over. And... So I literally am like death comp, what's that, death comp five, like trying to get Rowan in her car seat with all my strength. Like, I don't know how two-year-olds can overpower adults. She is strong. Yeah. And I kind of have her adjusted in there a little bit. She's still screaming and the door slams on my leg so hard. And I like scream so loud. And so then Joe's crying too because she thinks I broke my leg. Aww. Anyways, it was a disaster. I got, we're fine. We got back in the car and then I pulled up on maps, the closest gas station. And luckily it said 14 miles. And it was ironically in Spur, Texas, where Lauren's husband, Chris, it grew up. Yeah, that was so weird. Megan sends me this text and was like, look where it's taking me. And for those that don't know, Spur is a town in Texas that I don't know what the latest population is, but whenever Chris first took me there back in the day, I think I saw a sign that said population like 1200. And I remember his mom kind of joking, but maybe not saying that that included all the animals too. So So anyway, it is a tiny town. So that was so random that it took you through Spur. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird, but somehow we made it. And oh, by the way, as soon as I started driving, my gas tank went from saying I had 34 miles to zero miles. Like it was basically saying I was out of gas. And I was like, how is this happening to me? And then my service wasn't working. I was like, I'm going to be stranded on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. I was like trying not to have a panic attack. I was just praying to Jesus and my mom. Like, oh my God. We all please just let me make it to the gas station. Please. Yes. Yeah. And I did. I made it to the gas station. I was like, hallelujah. Yeah. I got gas. It's like the best feeling in the world. And we went inside and Joe peed and we're back on our way. But oh, that is so stressful. I'm so sorry. No, I mean, thank you. This we, is all just to come see us. <laughs> It could have been way worse. It was just funny. Honestly, it was funny. Yeah. Um, I was just after the fact. Yeah, at least that we got gas and weren't stranded. It was funny. Yeah, meanwhile, Megan shows up and she rocks up with like her big tennis shoe and she's like, hey, can I 
wash this. Do you want to smell it? <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, I was so confused. I was like, hi, welcome. <laughs> I have so we like, shoes. Yeah, it's her brand new tennis shoes. So we immediately got her shoe in the washing machine. Yes, <laughs> it's saved. So funny. But it's been such a nice weekend, and yeah. we've just taken it easy. We've taken the kids to do some fun things. Chris went for a day to go to his friend's ranch, um, so he was gone for part of it. But We've done, the kids have kept us busy, that's for sure. Yeah, and I'm, I'm worn out, but lots of cooking. And and then today, the weather was nice today. It was. We went to the park and did a couple of things. We, we actually tried to go to this other park that Chris had found on Google, and it looked super cool. It said it was like 30,000 square feet of like wooden playground blah blah blah. anyway we showed up and it it obviously had been demolished (laughs) because nothing was there and it said new something new is coming the fall of this year so we'll have to go check it out once it's back but yeah I'm just glad you're in driving distance like I know the first time in how many years yeah since we moved the beginning of 2015 to China so yeah um yeah six years oh my gosh so crazy. So crazy. Yeah. And we actually are going to leave here in just a few minutes. We better hurry up and chat. Put us on fast forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> because we have to go. The kids are all asleep in Chris's home. And so we are going to get a late night hour massage. Yes. <laughs> um, be amazing. Yeah. But last night after the kids went to bed, we were like dying laughing. Because we were like, are we 80? We poured ourselves a little small cocktail and then we both just like cuddled ourselves on the couch and we're each reading a separate grief book. Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing because I texted Chris a picture, a gif, like as if we were, is it gif or jif? I don't know. I say, actually, I don't know what I say. I think I say jif. Okay. And it was like of two old ladies, like throwing out around tequila and I was like well actually that's a lie we have tequila nicely in our hand and we're both of our or I have my glasses on and I'm reading about (laughs) what's afterlife and you're reading I brought her my sweet friend's mom sent me this book called experiencing grief and it was really good so good and it's short and so I brought it to her so and I'm going to bring it to Kristen next and when Megan says short like I am not a reader and I finished it last night in what like an hour yeah so it's that short um it was really good and I thought I would just share because I feel like with 2020 I feel like anybody and everybody is grieving something yeah you might not be grieving the death of a loved one like us but I feel like Everybody is grieving something in their life. So I liked what it said. Basically, it was a chapter about feeling the feels and how basically you have to feel your feelings (laughs) at some point. So anyway, it says, when you let your feelings out, feel them to the full, they lose their power over you. But when you hold your feelings inside, try to control them, they tighten their grip on you. You can heal only what you feel. So I just thought those two quotes were, they stuck out to me because it's like, yeah, because I think for me, I definitely let myself feel for sure. I feel like I have been since since all of this has happened. 
since our mom's death, but I also just in life have definitely been in the place where I just kind of stuff it. And even now, like, I feel like I'm just so busy with my full-time job and, and just life that some days I know I can feel that I'm needing to grieve and I'm needing to cry, but it's like, then the phone rings for work and I have to like turn it on, you know? And so there are some days where I feel like I just life isn't letting, letting me, you know? So I feel like I have to be really conscious about giving myself that time. So, and that kind of looks different on every day, but (laughs) yeah. Well, even if you took like a couple days for yourself just to like breathe, because you went straight back into full-time working at a new job and yeah, a new city. Just like I feel for you in that way because I have been at my job for four plus years, so they were super gracious, and like yeah, giving me time off. But when you're starting a new job, it's almost impossible. So yeah, I think I just like I probably put a lot of this on myself, but it was just like I had just started. And, you know, we were only here seven days when this happened. And then I was gone for like 10 days. So, and then I started back at work. I guess we got back on a Monday night. I did take that Tuesday off, but then I started right back full time on Wednesday. So in some ways it was nice to have a distraction, but it just means that I just have to be a lot more intentional, I feel like. Yeah. So, well, and I do too, because I'm the type that wants to like fix my way out of everything, Yeah, you know, and I want to make things better. So that's why that book really spoke to me that same chapter. The whole book was really good, but yeah. that chapter was good for me. Cause I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cause I have let myself feel a lot, but I, some days I'm just like, Oh no, I'm just going to focus and distract myself with work. And yeah. I guess that's okay too, if that's how you're feeling that day. But it was a good reminder to just like let yourself feel because that's the only way we're going to heal. And I think, I don't know. It just feels like we're going to be like forever in grief. Like I, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's always going to, I mean, it was hopeful in saying that I don't think it'll always feel the way that it does right now. Yeah. But of course, it's, well, I mean, it's already gotten sad. at least yeah. my pain. Like I'm the sadness is really deep. Yeah. But the pain that I felt for the first yeah. few months, it's a little better because mm-hmm. I've been so much focusing on my relationship with God. And mm-hmm. the book that you gave me to read mm-hmm. while I was here was called What's After Life by John Burke. And it's also super short. I'm almost done with it. I have a few more pages. It's a little longer than the grief book. But I basically, the whole thing's really good. But I sent this page to a bunch of friends and family because I was like, wow. That was good. Um, So I'll read that if that's okay. It's not super long. It's called Fully Known and Accepted. And it says, many of us don't feel fully known, understood, or valued. That's why we labor to prove ourselves, get people to notice us, make a name for ourselves, or try to be like someone else. But according to what people report about heaven in their near-death experiences, All this gets replaced with an unbelievable clarity of who God created you to be fully yourself, fully unique, fully loved. We won't lose our earthly identity. It will finally be known to us fully. We won't lose our humor, our personality, our looks, our emotions, our history, or our memories. We will finally be fully ourselves without all the confusion and wounds and lies that cloud our true identity in this life. Believing they are worth everything to God frees many near-death survivors 
to live for what really matters. Moses said it thousands of years ago, and Jesus reiterated it. To love God is the first and greatest purpose of life. To love others as much as we love ourselves, that second. I just thought that was so good. huge because in this book, by the way, I, I know that I said the title, What's After Life, but it basically gives, there's been all these studies and actual accounts of like near death experiences from all over the world. So mm-hmm. not just in America, even like non-Christians, yeah. all sorts of people. And they're in fact, ex- I think most of them are not, are not Christian. Yeah. Most of them are. And their experience, anyway. yeah. none of the experiences are identical, but they're like so similar. And yeah. it's crazy to read. Like I've never really read about near death experiences this much until now. So I highly recommend this book and yeah, and it's kind of ironic that the Netflix documentary has just come out, Surviving Death, which I still have only watched the first two episodes. I kind of fell asleep, and it did kind of go off and on, and I feel like later episodes might get kind of weird. So I don't know if any of y'all have watched have watched that, but I did feel like the first two episodes were very similar to these books that we're reading where people share their experiences, obviously Surviving Death, where they – have a near-death experience and come back and even on there there was doctors that you know who said that they're more science they weren't believers you know but after experiencing what they did with their patient where there was just zero scientific explanation for it it was cool to kind of just hear their perspective on that so yeah super cool for sure. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing in Lubbock. Not I know I feel bad because it's like I have a list of things that I wanted to take y'all to do, but you know, with the kids, it just makes things harder and with COVID. So yeah, but it's been fun. That's what I wanted just to come. Yeah. I know you like to just chill. And so do I, we're both, well, Megan, you're not really a homebody, but I am, but you also do just like to chill too. Yeah. I like to chill. I am more of a homebody with my kids though. Yeah. Cause it's just easier. Yeah. I don't know. So, but yeah, no, it's been really great. Not that any of y'all asked how my weekend in Lubbock was, but there you go. And then we were going to give a recap of, because last week we started talking about The Bachelor. Yes. So I thought maybe we could do like a little bit every week. Yeah. About it. Y'all have listeners give us feedback if you like us giving little short opinions about it, but we haven't watched episode three yet, which will have aired once this episode comes out. So we have watched episode two and what were your thoughts, Megan? I just think more than anything, I'm like looking forward for the next episode Mm -hmm. because it was almost, it was good. Like I loved Bree's day and Sarah's day. I thought they were both super cute, super compatible with him. Yeah. And then there was like the Victoria drama in the middle. Yeah. So I don't know. It all felt pretty standard to me of like any bachelor season, which is cool. Yeah. But I think I just really want to get deeper already. Yeah. I'm like, no, I want more. Like, I, I want more of the love. So I'm not one to ever, like, critique shows. So it's kind <laughs> of funny. But if I had to critique one, first of all, I know we know enough about reality TV to, like, know that we're only seeing just a glimpse of the number of hours that get filmed. And so we're only getting to see, you know, minutes of, people's story and stuff, but I just, I loved how they showed Bree's vulnerability and sharing her story and not just that her mom had her when she was 13, but I loved how she just admitted how I think she said her mom is remarried maybe and having 
a baby or maybe already has a baby or like a baby on the way or I think on the way on the way. Okay. Yeah. She said something on their date just about how it took her a minute because she kind of felt like she didn't have a home or something yeah. like that. And I just thought that was really cool that she was able to kind of, yeah, it's very honest. Yeah. And then, so that was that I enjoyed watching them together. And then the whole Victoria thing, like I know we're not seeing who she really is and I guess a, a little part of me does just feel annoyed. I know the producers like to keep stuff characters on the show just for sake of having the characters. But a part of me is like, I'm such like a hopeless romantic with when it does come to the show. Like I love when they actually make it and get married and have kids and blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, can we just like yeah. move on? Cause she's taking a spot that could be a potential wife for Matt, you know? Yeah. But it's fine. I'm sure Victoria's, well, I don't know what she's like in real <laughs> life, but I'm sure it's not I'm what sure we're seeing on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I listened to the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast uh-huh. and, and they interviewed Matt and he kind of made her sound like different than she's coming across. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe she is different because I know there's been in the past like quote unquote villains that yeah. really are great people. It's just. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, so who knows? But well, I'm looking forward to episode three and I have an update on the Chosen app that I told y'all about oh, yeah. where you have to download it on your phone, but then you can like stream it to like your Roku or whatever. You Chris watch. is watching it right now. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I had just watched two episodes last episode when we on here but now I've watched all I think it's seven of the first season and season two is coming out soon and then they're funding for season three and it's just really cool because it's the first of its kind where it's like a series about Jesus and they have just done such a great job I was just as obsessed in a totally different way as I was when I was watching Bridgerton like as far as like I was just like I can't wait to watch another episode and so I just am really I cannot wait for season two and it just all comes together. So the first episode you will be confused because it's really just like character setup. Unless you know the Bible, like at the back of your hand, then maybe you would know, but I'm still learning the Bible. And so the first episode is kind of confusing. And then at the very end, you get like a glimpse of Jesus. And then it just gets so good from there. It's kind of all about like the disciples Mm -hmm. and like how he, the stories of, of each of the disciples too, mm-hmm. and how he kind of brings them along with him. And it's so amazing. It just makes me even more excited to like go through our Bible study and yeah. read the Bible more. And I think they've done a really good job. So for people that like, I know you don't really love TV, so you might not get yeah. as excited as I have been about it, no, but I hope people watch it. Yeah. No, I feel like, cause I am a visual person. So I do feel like it would probably help me Yeah, just to re- retain biblical information. <laughs> for sure. And I suppose that it would be a good watch for anybody, whether you believe in the Bible or not. Right. Cause I mean, yeah. It's just, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, whether you believe in Jesus or not, it's just a good show. Like they've yeah. done a really good job. I mean, it's history. Like, oh yeah, it's actual historical facts. Of, okay. You know, it's the Bible like the people in the Bible really lived, you know, yeah. some people think it's just like made, made up stories. Yeah. yeah. So it's historical. So yeah. if you like history, you should watch it. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. We can talk about how, so last week our challenge was to fast something and more for 
like spiritual reasons rather than like health reasons, right? Yeah. So Megan chose to fast social media, sugar, and wheat. So like bread, basically. And Kristen chose to fast. It was sugar and alcohol, I think. So we'll have to, since she's not on, we'll have to ask her. I'm sure she did it. She might have to do it again because she was celebrating Michael's birthday all weekend. Yeah, like she might not have made it the full seven days. Um, And then mine was chips. (laughs) (laughs) So we... We completed our fasting. And, yeah. And I think the biggest one for me was social media, to be honest. Yeah. I never fasted feel? for seven days. Really? Honestly, I don't miss it. Like, it's yeah. crazy. There's yeah. little things where I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Because for, like, the podcast. Yeah. You know, and stuff, I couldn't be, like, helpful. Yeah. If, but, you're, if you're an Instagram follower of ours, then sorry for the low um Well, Kristen's engagement. been posting. A so, little bit. Yeah. But, there, I feel like you do a lot more. Yeah. So and I, and I completely suck. So yeah. sorry. <laughs> well, I think it's made me, I have enjoyed like anytime I want to reach for like sugar or social media, instead of actually reaching for those, I would literally say a prayer Yeah. or t- just start talking to God. And yeah. I think it has helped, but I almost feel like I need to do it longer as far as like the sugar and the bread go. Yeah. I will probably start using social media a little bit for like business stuff. Yeah. But what I did change and I didn't realize that I had on there is I had notifications on for Instagram and Facebook. So I would get like notifications on my phone and I wouldn't always open them, but it would just like prompt me to look at my phone throughout the day. And so I turned those off and then I'm actually taking, you can take Instagram off of your home screen. Uh-huh. So that way you don't just automatically go like click it as if it's like almost subconscious. I don't, I know you don't do this Lauren, yeah. but like people in my <laughs> the majority of yeah, world, yeah. a lot of people just like open Instagram. I'll talk to friends and they don't even realize that they did it. And they're like, what the heck? Like, why did I even open that? It's like oh. your brainwashed or something. Yeah. It just becomes second nature. So I feel like having it off of my home screen, like I still have it. So if I searched, I would have it but I don't have it on the home screen and it's helped me so much. So I'm going to actually keep that. So you like, del- when you say off the home screen, you deleted the app. From I didn't. Phone. Oh no. Okay. So you can go to an app and you okay. can hold it down. Yeah. So let's say here. And exit, right. You can either do edit home screen or remove from remove app. app. Right. So where did it go? Home screen. It's just like not on my screen, but then if you search like here, uh huh. It still, oh. it still exists. So I don't have to like re-log Wait, in. Wait, smartphone is just way too smart. <laughs> that yeah. way I don't have to re-log in because I know that sounds silly, but I was like, uh, it's so annoying when you delete an app and then you have to re-download it and then you have to re-log in. I don't know. Yeah. When you have too many, it's just yeah, that's so But funny. if you remove from your home screen, people, it makes it better. I know. Either. I think I waited as long as possible. I, um... Like, even when we started the podcast, that was the only reason that, you yeah. know, to go in. And I just refused to download the app. Do you remember that? Yeah. So I was, like, logging in through the web browser on my computer. Yeah. And then y'all were like, you've got to do some stories, Lauren. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. Okay, I'll download this app. <laughs> but, and I will say, though, like, especially living in a new city, and this happened in Virginia, and I just stayed headstrong, but... I feel like when you move to a new community, every you're just bombarded with because you have lots of questions like with your kids or yourself or whatever, and it just seems like everything is on 
Facebook groups or whatever. I know. So people will be like, oh, yeah, just join this Facebook group or I'll add you. I'll be like, yeah, I'm not on Facebook. And, but anyway, that is one that I'm just still, I know it would probably make life easier for that, you know, just to get involved in, yeah. a, in a new place and to kind of learn and for Kai's school and whatever, Kai's activities. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to keep yeah. making life work without it. So I don't um, think it's a bad thing. It's Well, we got off on a tangent, but yeah. should we, for our challenge this week, should we, and again, like Megan said last week, for us personally, this is more like for spiritual reasons, but whether you need it for like your mental health or, or your physical health or your emotional health, whatever your reason is, if you want to join us in continuing, why don't we continue yeah. either what we already cut out or even choosing something else. So it's up to you guys and we will continue to keep each other accountable. And you guys too, listeners, if you join us, just make sure you have that accountability partner. Cause I feel like it makes, I know for me such a big difference. So for sure. Like I told Chris the first day that we started, I'm like, if you see me go for a bag, of, there's really only two types of chips that I'll eat. So like, we have chips in the pantry for Kai and stuff that I don't ever even think to touch, but there's like two kinds that I like. So if those are in the pantry, then sometimes I'll just do it without even thinking. Yeah. So I told Chris, I was like, if you see me, don't let me do it. Yeah. So he was on board. Yeah. I like it. But I like how you signaled into prayer. So that's good. Yeah. I, it's, it helped me a lot because yeah. I have trouble cutting stuff out in general. So yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, listeners, thanks for listening to us chat. We will be back with the three of us for next week. And again, we just love you guys and thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And we will see you next week. Yes. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast. If you love us, rate review and subscribe that would be amazing also check out our instagram at girl i slept in my makeup to keep up with us we also have a facebook same thing girl i slept in my makeup where you can check out our private facebook group to join our community and if you have any listener questions please email them to slept in my makeup podcast at gmail.com Exciting news. We do have a website coming soon. So stay tuned. Everybody have a great week.